Well, breaking news. Katanja Brown-Jackson has been confirmed to the United States Supreme Court just now. Uh, we can watch. Why don't we go ahead and watch the Vice President Kamala Harris announce it with glee. Here we go. On this vote, the yeas are 53, the nays are 47, and this nomination is confirmed. There it is. In case you're just tuning in, Katanja Brown Jackson confirmed as Supreme Court Justice. I got to agree with Senator Ted Cruz from my state, Texas. He says, if Judge Jackson is confirmed, I believe she will prove to be the most extreme and furthest left justice ever to serve the Supreme Court. You'll remember she was asked, what is a woman? She's not a biologist. Uh, Senator Josh Hawley from Missouri, who I really like, also pointed out how she was soft on sentencing child pornography offenders. But I think the thing that we should be most concerned about as Catholics is her, how do I say this on YouTube, her stance on reproductive rights, as they like to call it, which is no right at all, because all rights come from God. This is a huge win for the pro-choice movement. Um, uh, groups like Planned Non-Parenthood and NARL are excited. They welcomed, they cheered the nomination. They said this is going to be amazing. In fact, they said, quote, that Jackson has a demonstrated record of defending and upholding our constitutional rights and fundamental freedoms, including reproductive freedom, end quote. And we all know what that means. Of course, it's not a freedom to take the life of a baby. What's interesting is the vote breakdown. It was 53 to 47. 53 to 47. And this shows how important senatorial races are, especially what happened in Georgia and other states, how close things were, how there were questions. I won't go into that today kind of know my thoughts. What's disturbing is, is it's a 53-47 vote, but there were Republicans that crossed the aisle. Notably, not surprising, Mitt Romney from Utah, Lisa Murkowski of Alaska, and Suzanne Collins of Maine. Rhinos. 
Republicans in name only. We have to pray. We have to do penance. It's Lent. Um, by the way, Joe Biden is still, according to Francis, a Catholic in good standing, and Francis has told him to receive communion, welcomes him, encourages him. He's not disciplined at all by the USCCB. We are living in a crisis of deep church and deep state. People used to laugh at me. There's no infiltration. Things are looking better. JP2 generation. New evangelization. Springtime of evangelization. No. Things are not improving in the church currently. I hope they will. But if you look at demographics, if you look at facts, if you look at scandals, uh, just today, or maybe it was yesterday, a former bishop said that he did move around predator priests knowingly. Jesus Christ is the victor. He wins in the end, but we must cooperate with him. We need godly men to rise up and replace Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi. As I mentioned last week, why is it that when you see conservative leaders like Ben, Dr. Ben Carson, who I met earlier, there are seven-day Adventists, Protestants, and when you see Catholics, for the most part, not all of them, at high offices, they're raging leftists. Part of it is bad catechesis, going back to Vatican II. Part of it is just malformed theology. It's a misunderstanding of natural law. A lot of it is, well, we just need a dialogue instead of win the culture, win souls, win people, transform society through the strength, the love, the glory, the grace of Jesus Christ. And we need to say the name of Jesus Christ, not generic G-O-D in public, which is good. We need to name it. Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. We need to proclaim Jesus Christ. When I went, went on Fox News, what was that, a month and a half, two months ago, I was like, how do I want to, how do I want to do this? Do I want to just get up there and kind of be Fox Newsy-ish? Or am I going to get up there and I'm going to say the name of Jesus Christ? They may never invite me back, but I'm going to get up there and I'm going to say the name of Jesus Christ as much as I can, because people need to hear that. It's only in the name of Jesus that men are saved. He is the king. He renews. The transformation of society will not be done by kumbaya ecumenism, dialogue, or merely promoting natural law. I wrote a PhD on natural law, a dissertation on natural law. I'm all in on it. I love it. But Thomas Aquinas says it's insufficient to transform the man because of concupiscence. Not a popular thing to say. We are losing a culture war right now when it comes to our children, when it comes to the media, when it comes to schools, when it comes to libraries, when it comes to politics. We are losing the culture war week after week 
We need prayerful, sacrificial, courageous men who will enter the priesthood and who will enter into the public life, the political life, to lead culture, lead society towards God. It's not just about economics. It's about society. The bedrock of society, the fundamental unit of society is the family. We need to hold up the ideal of a father and a mother who are united in holy matrimony, raising up children in the Lord. Not in just conservatism, not in just generic religiosity or spirituality, baptized, confirmed first communions. We need to take up space in the public arena. Marian processions, Eucharistic processions. We need people being bold with their Catholicism. Not shy, not quiet. I recently heard Bishop Fillet of the Society of St. Pius X. He said to a bunch of confirmands, a friend of our, our son was getting confirmed, that you're a military man, you're a soldier when you get confirmed, and you should never be ashamed of the cross. The cross is placed on our forehead. The mark of the beast is placed on the forehead of the reprobate. The sign of the cross is placed on our foreheads when we're baptized and when we're confirmed. We should never be ashamed of the sign of the cross. And he said, for example, when you go to a restaurant, you should always boldly make the sign of the cross when you pray before and after meals. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, out loud, do it. None of this. No. He said, every time that that's done, everyone who sees you do that, who witnesses that, a drop of grace goes on to that person. Isn't that interesting? When you make the sign of the cross, which is a sacramental, a drop of grace is applied to every person who witnesses that. It has the power, if they cooperate, to convert them. Because in public, you are saying there is a God. His son is Jesus Christ. He died on the cross. He rose again on the third day for our justification. And we come to know him through the Holy Spirit. You are proclaiming that over and over in public. You should have a, Mary, a Marian statue outside your home. You should have crucifixes in your house. And you should most importantly live the gospel and try to be a saint. We're losing the cultural war because we don't have saints. We even have so-called nominal Catholics promoting another cultural loss for us. The confirmation of Katanja Brown-Jackson in the Supreme Court. The planned non-parenthood is rejoicing. They all just popped champagne corks today. If you are a Christian, 
a conservative in our country. Your rights, because of what's happening in the court system, are going to narrow. Just know that. Accept that. This is the price we pay for turning our backs on Almighty God and not following the Ten Commandments and not embracing our vocation in the sacrament of holy confirmation. We have to have a change. It has to begin with us. We need holy priests. We need holy religious. We need holy nuns. And we need holy politicians to make a change. Thanks for watching. Pray that rosary every single day. If you don't pray the rosary, you're not on the team. Make your first five Saturdays. Make your first Fridays. What else? Find the traditional Latin Mass. You know, we've been doing the Vatican II Novus Ordo thing for all these decades, and it's just it's just spiritual loss. Yes, there are good, holy people, people holier than me, more charitable, more filled with grace than me at a Novus Ordo. But the theology, the emphasis of being man-centered in a circle, the priest facing the people and not the priest facing the God, the crucifix, the tabernacle, all of that is saying, you know what? Man is the measure of all things. We can make up our own things down here. We can make up what a man is and what a woman is. That's another thing. Katanja Brown-Jackson, what's a woman? I'm not a biologist. This is the nonsense that we are living in. Total nonsense. But when your liturgy is man-centered, see, everything flows from the altar. Every grace, every benefit in families, in the economy, in politics, everything flows from the altar because everything comes from God. The altar is where God meets man. So the way we pray is the way we believe. Lex orandi, lex credendi. You change that, people begin to believe different. People begin to act different. Suddenly in 2022, you can't even say what a what is a man and what is a woman. You can't get a pack of cigarettes or a tattoo when you're under 18, but you can go in for all other kind of procedures. It's insanity. Total insanity. And I just want to say, shame on all Catholics who voted and promoted this. And shame on those Catholics, us, who didn't fight harder. Who didn't pray more. Who didn't fast enough. That's the other thing people always say, well, I mean, we don't have to fast outside of Lent, we don't have to not eat meat on Friday. That's like pre-Vatican II. Look, we need to do penance. Penance is a currency in the spiritual life. All right. As you can tell, I'm a little frustrated today. So let's just keep praying. Pray your rosary every single day. And uh, I'll be back probably tomorrow 
Um, as you know, Archbishop Vigano released that statement about an investigation over Francis and the resignation of Ben Sixteenth. And uh, in my email box this morning, he sent me the full interview. And so I think that might be worth our time. So I'll probably get back on tomorrow and review uh, some of the things that Archbishop Vigano is talking about. Till next time, remember, our Lord Jesus Christ is the light of the world and the salt of the earth. So go out there and be salty. Thanks for watching. Please hit the thumbs up for like. Please share it on Facebook. And if you aren't subscribed, please subscribe and hit the bell.